Hey everyone, Grant K for the Flame Learning Channel. If you were watching the video on lens flare customization, you would have seen specific matchbox shaders that were used to apply realistic textures to the elements of a lens flare. This was achieved by a functionality in the Flame 2017 products that allows you to save an image or texture with a matchbox shader. Now, this is not limited to customizing lens flare textures. In fact, you could use these matchbox shaders for versioning tasks, adding logos, heads up display graphics, and much more. We'll go through some examples in a minute, but the main point to using these matchbox shaders, as opposed to the traditional import image and replace texture, is that using these shaders, you can switch elements with the click of a button. Now, this type of shader is known as a matchbox texture grid. The name will make more sense when I show you how to quickly customize your own shader. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your web browser. Now, the Flame 2017 products come pre-installed with Matchbox Texture Grid shaders that you can use immediately to add real lens flare elements to your lens flares in action. However, these Matchbox shaders are already encrypted as part of the software installation. So, when you want to customize a Matchbox Texture Grid shader, we also have provided GLSL example files that you can work with and make your own. So, let's have a look at what has been provided. To start, all you need is an image as a reference background. This can be imported or generated, it does not matter. In the Batch node bin, locate the Matchbox node. Double click the node for the file browser. Ensure you switch from Matchbox files to GLSL. Next, navigate to forward slash user forward slash discrete forward slash presets forward slash 2017 forward slash Matchbox forward slash shaders forward slash examples. Here you will find three Matchbox Texture Grid examples. Customizing the embedded image of any of these shaders follows the identical steps. But the difference is down to what you tell the Matchbox shader to do after you've called up the embedded texture. So, for clarity's sake, Grid Fetching Replace does a straightforward texture replace. The Grid Fetching Comp shader can load a single texture and composite it over a background. And finally, the Grid Fetching Comp Multi shader can load multiple sections from the embedded texture and composite them over the receiving background. So, to ease you into it, select the Grid Fetching Comp shader and load it into Batch. Now, connect the source image into the background input of the shader node. Double click the shader node for its controls and press F4 to see the result view. Here you will find a texture selector that allows you to cycle through the different numbers from the embedded texture. This is the main focus for this video. The rest of the controls, such as transformations and blur, are coded with a standard GLSL. If you are quite proficient with writing your own shaders, you can customize or add to these with whatever you need. Now, let's have a look at these embedded textures I have spoken so much of. Go back to Batch 
and drag out a read node. In the browser, navigate back to the examples folder. Looking for the same name, you will find gridfetchingcomp.texturegrid. All the corresponding shader files, including the texture, must use the same naming convention. Now select the texture and load it. When you look at it full screen, you can see that the numbers are arranged in a grid pattern. This is intentional and not random. Each number is arranged within a virtual cell of the grid image. The order of the grid always starts at the bottom left with 1 and finishes in the top right with 9. So you can put anything in place of these numbers. What is equally important is the size of each cell of the grid. Looking at the image size to the bottom right of the viewer, this image is 1500 by 1500. So with a bit of math, each cell in the grid is 500 pixels by 500 pixels. This is important because the size of the grid image as well as the size of the cells are listed in the matchbox shader. You can actually use any size for the grid image and have as many cells as you want. But you need to edit the GLSL code to be aware of this. For the purpose of keeping things simple, we'll stick to 9 cells within the 1500 by 1500 pixel grid image for this example. So instead of using numbers, we'll customize the grid with emojis. This is included with the downloadable media. Each emoji has been placed within a 500 by 500 pixel cell of the grid. You can use Flame or any graphics program you want to make your image grid. But my suggestion is to save it as an EXR with an alpha channel. So let's go ahead and customize the Matchbox Texture Grid shader. It's the same process for Linux-based or Mac-based Flame products. Step 1. Let's make a copy of the files we're about to change. You can use a terminal or a file browser. It does not matter. Just ensure you select the files with the corresponding name. In this case, start selecting the GLSL and XML grid fetching comp files. The other two files you don't need is the EXR file, which is the number grid you saw earlier, and the MX file, which is the encrypted version of this example. Now copy those files into an accessible folder. As part of step 1, also copy the downloaded emoji EXR into the same folder. Step 2. You need to choose a suitable name for your shader and rename the files accordingly. So let's call this the Emoji Shader. Go through each file and change the gridfetch comp name to Emoji. Only change that part of the file name and nothing else after the full stop. When it comes to the EXR, you need to define it as the Texture Grid. This is done through its file name. So you need to add Texture Grid before the file extension. It is case sensitive, so everything in lower case except for the G. The final step before using your Matchbox Texture Grid shader is to update the shader's XML sidecar file. So open the XML file with your favorite text editor. Scrolling through the first line of the code, you will find the name value. 
Edit the name to say Emoji instead of Grid Fetching Comp. You can also add in a description value that will tell the artist what the shader contains. Finally, slightly further down you will see the pop-up entry titles. So the pop-up menu is labelled 1 through 9 for the supplied example. Go ahead and change the title entries to match each emoji expression. So I've changed all the pop-up titles to something more appropriate for the emoji texture grid. Once you're done, save your XML file. Now go back to Flame. In Batch, drag out a fresh Matchbox node from the Batch node bin. In the File Browser, navigate to your directory containing your new Matchbox shader. Load the shader and connect the source image into the shader as before. If you click on the Note icon, you will see the description that you entered into the XML sidecar file. You can leave it or click the X to close it. Now when you double-click and look at the result view, you should now see a sad emoji. Clicking through the Texture Selector, you have 9 to choose from, and each pop-up title entry has the correct title that was customised in the XML. You can now output this with its mat and comp it elsewhere, or even load this onto a surface as a Matchbox node in action. As I mentioned at the beginning, the Matchbox Texture Grid gives you quick access to textures at the click of a button. You can customise it for any graphic imagery you need and switch things up extremely fast. In a future video, I'll go through the process of changing the grid and cell sizes, as well as layering up these textures to make some interesting and flexible graphic elements. Be sure to check out the other videos covering the features, workflows and updates to the Flame 2017 products. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.